Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Grow As You Go podcast. This is your host, Michaela Deal. Welcome back to another week. I'm so excited to have you here, okay? Because for a couple reasons. One, we did come out with merch finally. So if it's been a second, you've been hearing me talk about merch for quite some time. We do have merch now. So that's going to be in the link below in the show notes. It is so freaking adorable. I'm wearing it as I speak, okay? On the front, there's a couple different like designs and everything. But on the front, it says grow as you go. On the back, it says like your best looks different each day. Just go check it out, okay? But it's adorable. You have a couple different color options. we got t-shirts, crew neck sweatshirts shirts. I'm obsessed. And we also are going to have sweatpants too, which I'm waiting to receive in the mail. If you just heard that, that was Marshall. He wanted to go outside. I'm telling you, it is always right when I start to do something that he's like, listen, I need something right now. Also, in case anybody wants to know the type of hoodies these are, they're jerseys, new blend, and the t-shirts are comfort colors. So I'm telling you right now, the quality is so good. They're so cozy. I like mine to be just a little bit like oversized. So I like to get a medium or a large in my hoodies and stuff. Um, so if you want it to fit a little bit more snug and you're around my size or whatever, maybe get a small. Either way, you will not be disappointed. Okay, go check it out and let me know if you end up buying something. It would mean the world to me. I'm so excited. It was kind of funny because it ended up working out right around the one year because one year of Girls You Go was just like a week or two ago. So it ended up coming out like right around the one year mark, which I didn't even try to do. But it just worked out that way. So I thought that was really cool. Last week, I took a week off just due to the fact that it was Thanksgiving. I needed a minute. I was just kind of recovering and from everything that was going on the past week. I hope you all had a great Thanksgiving. I honestly did not do much. I got stuff to make Thanksgiving and then I didn't even end up making it until the night of Thanksgiving. I ended up like making it so that I could just wake up the next day and throw it in the oven and it would be ready for me to eat while I was working. I'm telling you what, okay? I'm telling you what, I kind of dropped the ball this year. Next year we'll do better. Thanksgiving actually is my favorite holiday. A lot of people feel bad for me when I say that I'm spending it alone. I don't intentionally try to spend it alone, but at the same time, it's one of those things where my family and most people that I would spend it with are not here. Everyone's in a different state. So for me, just making that meal and just having a day to chill normally would be the vibe, but I was a little bit hungover. I'm not even gonna lie to you. So that kind of put a fork in my plans. But when trying to figure out what I wanted to talk about today, I got a couple requests and everything about what you guys wanted to hear, but connecting to my faith has become a huge theme in my life recently where I have touched on this even like a month, month and a half, two months ago or so, very vaguely in a podcast episode. But I wanted to have a whole podcast just to go over kind of my own personal faith, connecting to my faith, how to get started in your journey with just like your faith or whatever that may be. And I know that looks different to a bunch of people. I'm not here to tell you what to believe in, what you should do, but I am here to share my own personal story and share what works for me. So that will be me just kind of getting into my own journey with faith and connecting to God and just all those things, because it really is such a backbone. Like it, it is the backbone of me at the end of the day. I've been through a lot of things in my life and I can genuinely say that my faith is the one thing that has stayed consistent and just constant no matter what. I do lean on my faith and I think there's time periods in our life where maybe you can relate to me or maybe you're someone who was not raised any type of way. So like this might be just something new that you're hearing. And if so, I just urge you to listen. I don't urge you to like try. I'm not trying to change anybody's mind. I just want to share my own personal story. So that's what we're going to do. I just feel called to talk about this a little bit more. And I know that I actually did have a request of, from people wanting me to talk about this too. So basically we're going to get into connecting to your faith, my own personal spiritual growth journey, and just kind of how to get started in your faith. Before I even get started, just to preface this, I am not perfect, not even remotely, not even 2%. I never claim to be. And it's a vulnerable situation to share your take on religion and your take on faith, especially in this day and age, especially whenever it's like very, very rare and it's near to impossible to get people that actually maybe think the same way as you. Um, there definitely are people that think the same way as me and things, but it's just, it's a vulnerable situation to get on and just talk about this type of thing. You know, you can be susceptible to a lot of judgment and I really don't care to be honest at all, but I just want to preface this with the fact that you're susceptible to a lot of judgment and not only just from regular people, but from people that are religious as well and people that claim to be like amazing Christians. And I think that's where things can get a little blurry sometimes because I think some people are afraid to even get started in something because there are certain people in the religious realm of things that take that can just be judgmental and just be the complete opposite of what they should be doing it's like it goes all against anything that you learn especially in the bible anything like that so um 
I think that's why sharing anything like this can be one of those things. Cause I know, you know what I mean? Whenever I start to share these things, I know I'm not a perfect Christian. I'm not claiming to be, I'm in a different part of my faith than a lot of people are. And I'm in, like, you know what I mean? So moral of the story, I don't want anyone listening to this thinking like, oh my God, she's like awesome. She's amazing. She like doesn't mess up at all. Like that's not what I'm trying to do. What I'm trying to do is just share my own personal journey with how I grew up, kind of give you my testimony, I guess. Um, and just kind of like where faith has played a role in my life and why it has become such a crucial part in my life to lean on overall. So for me, I was raised Christian, um, for sure. Like whenever I was younger and I've talked a little bit about my family life and stuff like that, but my family was never together. We were never like mom and dad under the same roof. My family, my parents were never married. They were dating. They had me. That's kind of how that worked out. So just to give a little background there, um, I have two half siblings. We have the same mom, different dads. So I feel like I'm partially an only child, but I also have half siblings, if that makes sense. Not that half sibling means anything, but it does play a role in the story. So you can understand a little bit about how much time that we spent together as kids, you know? So we didn't, we weren't always under the same roof. You know, they were back and forth with their dad with like custody and stuff. They were older than me. They are older than me. They're, they're both still here. But um, my dad, like I would be on my own custody schedule basically. So going back and forth. And that was when I was young, like young, young, young from as old as I can remember, I was doing shared custody. So a lot of back and forth, not a great way to grow up. You know what I mean? For anyone. So like, I always feel for kids who are in the same boat. Cause I know what it's like, but I am very lucky to have parents that, you know what I mean? Love me. And there's, I could get into this. I'm not going to get too deep into like my whole growing up story, but we struggled. There wasn't a lot of money. There was definitely areas of neglect. Um, there were just parts that there's just a lot of odds stacked against me, I would say, in terms of me growing up and everything like that. Um, my mom never worked a day in my life, still to this day. Um, my mom is sick as well, which I've kind of touched on a little bit on here. She was diagnosed with dementia a year ago actually like November of last year. So that is new as well. So there's just, it, I just share this not so anyone feels bad for me, but to give you a little bit of, of you inside of my life and kind of the, the situations that I've went through in my life that have made me who I am today. So that was her situation. She always had some mental health things that she was going through and stuff, but I, I believe she tried her best. I don't know. I can't really speak on that, but, um, I go and see her when I go home and everything like that. But my dad, he was a prison guard. He like worked, he supplied, he always did his best and he always made sure that I had the things that I needed. So we love him for that. We love him so much, but overall that's kind of the situation. So that is how I grew up. So I just had like a little bit of like a weird childhood for sure. Um, and I was raised in the church. We would go to church most, most Sundays with my mom. I would go to church with my dad. I think also it's just, it's such a blur to be honest. A lot of my childhood is a little bit of a blur, but I was raised Christian and also in the church. So I learned a lot as a kid. I went to church camp, um, in the summers I would be sent there. My mom actually like there's, there's definitely a fine line between some of the things that were done. And there was there's a, there's a right way of going about things in a way that maybe isn't, but I would be taken out of school. Okay. I would be taken out of school. I got signed up in a program to get out of school and go to the church in the middle of the day. Like that just wasn't something that in, in elementary school, like I personally, I just, I just think in general, if things aren't being explained to your children the right way, I think there can be a lot of, um, a lot of areas for just it to seem like you're pushing it down their throat if it's not being explained. But I'm going to be honest with you. Basically, the whole point of me even explaining this is both my parents are extremely religious. And I'm glad for that because it brought me to know God in the way that I already knew him and I always grew up knowing him. But I was always able to take a step back and understand kind of what my stance on Christianity was and also like take the parts of religion that I knew I really enjoyed and kind of hold those tight as opposed to seeing things maybe I didn't like. Like, for instance, people in a church being very judgmental. You know what I mean? And just seeing things I didn't want to be and showing me characteristics of people that can be in the church. And just because they're in the church doesn't make them a Christian, you know, or a good one. Um, and just because somebody doesn't go to church, but they believe in God doesn't make them a bad Christian. Like, that is my own personal take. I think that there are so many different... Um, opinions when it comes to this type of thing. But I'm very fortunate to have been raised the way that I was because it made me exactly who I am today. And 
I think maybe there was a little bit of, um, there might've been some holes in the way that things were explained to me as a child in terms of religion. I think if there would have been some more explanation, some more emotional connection from the parents, it might've made a little bit more sense, but either way for me, I was able to understand what I liked and what I didn't like and things that I held close to me, like I said, about religion. And so for me, I knew my own personal relationship with God was very important to me. So praying, and that would just be every single night before I went to bed, just praying to God, praying to God throughout the day. Like, I think that religion looks different to a lot of people, but like it, that is the backbone of your faith. Whatever it is that your faith is, it's praying, right? So that is how I sought comfort for sure in a lot of periods of my life. And when I needed direction or I needed guidance, which is all the time, like I would pray. So I think also it was just, that just became very normal for me. So I always had that own, my own personal relationship with God in that way. And I did like grow up again, like going to church. And even after, um, let's say like my mom always would go to church. She was in the praise team. My dad is very particular. So like he, for him to find a church he likes, it's pretty impossible. Um, but he would try, but he's very religious and to, and he takes it to a whole other level. But like, I respect, I respect his way of thinking. But even as I was in high school, I started to go to church with like my boyfriend's family and just whatever, you know what I mean? I would go to church and I always enjoyed going to church. You know, I always did. I always liked praise and worship. I always enjoyed it. And I always felt for sure any type of connection to the church when I went there. And it wasn't necessarily like connection to other people, but I just felt like the presence of God for sure. Um, anytime I was there and I'm telling you right now, anyone that has been to church or whatever, if you know what I'm talking about, I just, for some reason, it's like an overwhelming, this is, it's like the Holy spirit. Okay. That's what it is. But I, it's like an overwhelming rush of emotion. So even when I would go to church, like it just makes you like feel like you have to cry almost, you know what I mean? Because you just like feel the presence. So I'm not trying, I don't, <laughs> I'm not trying to like make anyone think anything, but I'm sure this sounds crazy to people that aren't super religious, but I want you to know that like there's so much comfort that you can find in God and in the church or whatever. So for me personally, kind of what things have meshed to be now, like there'd be times where I'd always be there. And like, there's things that have happened to me in churches where like, I, I could go on for a long time. I could go on for a long time about this type of thing. So I don't want to get too into like all the background of it, but there's just been a lot of things that have happened to me in church settings. Like whenever I was younger, I was at church camp. That's when I gave my life to God. Whenever I was very young, I was baptized when I was younger. Um, what else happened to me? I've been to a church before where there was a um, prophet. So if, if you aren't familiar with what a prophet is, it is somebody who speaks like from God, like has like the ability to like have visions from God and like speak to them. So that happened to me whenever I was in high school. I remember I went to a church in my hometown and there was a prophet there one night and he like just held my hands and was like giving me words of wisdom and like telling me things. And it's, I really wish I had the recording of what he said to me because someone recorded it and I don't have that recording anymore. But I remember him saying like, I don't know what you're going to do with your hands, but I just see a lot of colors. And it's funny because I came to start a tie-dye business where I was tie-dyeing with my hands. Um, it's just kind of weird. And I don't know. I don't have that tie-dye business anymore, but it's definitely like I'm interested in a lot of different things. So I just thought it was interesting. And even back then, he was like, the people that you're with right now, like your circle is going to completely change within the next five years. And I'm going to tell you right now that it did. It, it sure did. And most of the, like anyone that was in my life back then, they're not in my life today. So it's pretty interesting. But a couple crazy things like that have happened to me. And you just know whenever you just know you have a feeling and you just know whenever it's working and it's something that is of God, as opposed to just like words that you're getting. And it just felt, I was like, yeah, like I believe that like that, you know what I mean? I don't know. But basically I've had things like that happen to me before. Right. And there's been times where even before that happened, like I was young, I was in high school and like, I was not the best in high school. I went through a lot of things in my life. So like in high school, I was pretty bad in terms of just like finding safety in my friends and just wanting to go out and drink on the weekends and not spend my time the way that maybe I should have been, especially in high school. But that's what I did. And I, I was just bad for sure. So it's okay. And it's normal to do those types of things whenever you're in high school. But looking back on it now, I'm like, God bless. Like I was just taking it to extremes. Like it wasn't just like I was drinking. I was just like blacking out in high school constantly. So whenever I kind of, I would go to church still on Sundays or whatever. And 
I would just sit there and I could just tell even, I remember there were like people that were in the praise and worship team. There was like someone that was like a friend of my brother's. I remember him making eye contact with me once and like calling me up to the front. <laughs> like, could you imagine? Um, so I like went up there and it was like during, I think it was during praise and worship. So it was at the end, he's just praying on me. Like, and I'm telling you, there's just something about it. I don't know how to explain it to you. And I'm not really trying to fully, to be honest, but it's one of those things where this can sound really like, whoa, whoa, or like crazy. You know what I mean? But I'm telling you right now, I, these things that have happened to me in my own personal walk with God has like none of, I, I firmly fully believe in it. So fast forward, I moved to Austin, Texas about three years ago. And whenever I moved, I was in a, like, I was in a weird spot in my life. I got out of a relationship. I lost some friends. It was a whole thing. I've talked about it on here before, but I just went through a lot at once and I ended up moving during a pandemic too. So like take the pandemic into account. And so it was just a lot. And while I moved here, those three years, I'm telling you, they were growth years for sure. But like, and a lot of good things have happened, but very dark years as well, where I found so many things about myself that I love and things that I'm going to take with me. And it helped show me things that I want to do with my life and my career. But I went through it and I think part of the reason why I went through it so hard is because I was not connected to my faith at all. Like I feel like I went from kind of relying on God to help me through life and stuff. And then I just got really, really far away from it. And I think it's just because I started to make other things a priority and I just stopped like taking the time to pray. I got out of the habit of praying and all of that. And just, I was just rid, like I just had so much anxiety, like so much and just not feeling good and just constantly feeling like I was in a state of fight or flight. And like, I, it was just not something that I would wish upon anyone. I felt very lost and I felt very alone. And this recently came to an end. I was, I don't even know exactly when, but things started to look up, but I definitely grew a lot in those years. And once I lived here, I don't even know exactly what got me in it, but I just know I got away from my faith. And I think there was somebody that I met that kind of, sparked it in me again a little bit and just got me more involved again with like my faith and I always was involved with my faith but not in a way where I was like trying to watch church online you know what I mean or listening to praise and worship music so those things started to happen where I was like oh cool like there's like a church here like I'll watch it online whatever and so I started doing that like a little bit here and there and I started listening to praise and worship music but the more that I went through things this just recently happened to me um in September when I went through a lot like I'm telling you right now or maybe it wasn't September I'm sorry it was July whenever I went through the situation, which if you aren't somebody that's listened to this, I'm going to kind of explain it a little bit. But if you've been listening, you probably, damn it. I just ripped off my freaking fake nail. Dang it. Anyways, anyways, if you've been listening, you probably already know that in July, I just like felt like I was having this very weird out of body experience, almost depersonalization, almost like I had no control over my body. I had to leave work because I felt like I couldn't stand up. Like I felt like something was wrong and my blood pressure was absolutely through the roof. Guys, I don't know if you know, but I'm absolutely obsessed with meditating. And I know there's so many different ways of going about meditating these days. There's different apps. There's so many different things. And it can seem super freaking overwhelming, honestly. And for me, I'm going to tell you, I've tried tons of different apps. I've tried a lot of different things. I've tried ones on YouTube. It can be really hard to sit still. So if you're not somebody who likes just seated meditations or whatever it may be, or maybe you're just new to meditating, I have the perfect freaking thing for you. And I was so excited to have a little offer to give you guys. I am obsessed with Superhuman. That is the app that I choose to use for my meditating these days because I find that it's the best. It gives me the most versatile situation. So I'm able to use it not only sitting down, but if I don't have time to sit down, I can also do walking meditations. I can do running errands meditations, up the wall meditations. You can have your legs just up stretching. There's stretching meditations. There's a lot of pep talks on there for every certain situation. 
I'm all into all those things. There's also a cleaning meditation as well. Travel meditations. I'm obsessed. They even have ones to listen to before you go on a first date or after like a family dinner, if it went bad, like they have everything you could possibly need. So I'm so excited to give you guys this offer. So I reached out to Superhuman because I really wanted to work with them and they are letting me offer you guys a 100% off a one month trial, also plus the two week free trial period. So by trying and signing up with my code, you get a six weeks free membership through them. So you're able, it gives you plenty of time to try it. If it's not something that you like, you can just cancel it. Simple as that. But I love how much time they're giving you guys to kind of try it out because I know for a fact that you're probably going to fall in love with it. And if you stick with it and stay consistent, I promise you, like even just a couple days a week and notice what it will do to your mental health. You will have a much more calm brain. You're going to feel way more connected to yourself. And it allows you to set intentions throughout your day that genuinely have changed my life, especially going to work at a job that isn't necessarily what I want to be doing with my life these days. It helps me to have a good mindset to go into whatever day, no matter what I'm doing. It helps me to stay focused, present, and just living in the moment, which I love. But so, like I said, it gives you six weeks to figure out if it is something that you want to stick with or not, and you will not get charged until after the six weeks is up. So let's say you started it and you want to cancel it literally the next day. You can cancel it the next day and you still will have six weeks to use it. And if it is something you decide that you want to do again, you could always, you know what I mean? Go back to it. But this way you have plenty of time to figure out if it's something that you want to do or not. The sign up with my code only works if you go through the website though. So I will have that linked below. You can't go through the app store or Google play or anything like that. In order to get this deal, you need to go to www.superhuman.app slash register, sign up with my code Michaela. That is M I C H A E L A. And I will have all that listed below, but please give it a try. I swear to God, you guys will love it so much. And I can tell you it has hundred percent changed my life for the better. And it's something that I incorporate in my every single day life where meditating always was something that was super hard for me to find time to do. Go and try superhuman and become literally a superhuman. I swear to God, I am a superhuman now because of this app. So this specific situation where my blood pressure was through the roof and everything, it was extremely scary for me. Like my blood pressure was like one, 60 over 110 or like it was very high maybe 170 over 110 or something but I checked it three times and I knew for like three days before that that I was feeling really weird like I couldn't even like be at work I didn't feel like if I looked at my hand it even looked like my hand like it just felt very strange and I felt very very like something was not okay with me so I ended up leaving work that day luckily my first patient canceled I'm a dental hygienist, just in case you don't know, but my first patient canceled. So I ended up leaving work, which is not something I would ever do because I didn't feel good. And I went to like the ER, like the urgent care emergency room basically. And I was so tense. I didn't know what was wrong with me. I could not relax. I had no clue what was going on with me. I've had anxiety before, but it has never been something where it was like just because of anxiety. Right. And this was at the same time that I got off birth control and ADHD medication. So I don't know if my body was going through it, but my body has been adjusting ever since and things have definitely gotten better, but being stuck in that situation and just feeling so out of control and so helpless. And also before I got off my ADHD meds, I started to have panic attacks and I've never had panic attacks before. I had a panic attack when I was like out at lunch once, like I started to feel like I was going to have one. I also had one when I was in the gym. So immediately I'm not feeling safe in settings anymore. Like I'm feeling like I can't trust myself almost to like do things that make me happy. And that started to really scare me. Like I was like, what's going on? Like, why can I not just sit here and like eat? You know what I mean? Like what's stressing me out? What is like affecting me so badly? And like, even in the gym, I'm pushing myself and like on top of my fitness goals and I'm like just having a problem. Like I'm just having a panic attack. So not something that I'd recommend. Um, I hated it, hated every second of it, but obviously it's very normal to have panic attacks and that happens, but I've never had that issue. So the panic attack, the panic attacks happened before everything happened with me getting off my birth control and stuff. So I got off my birth control and ADHD medication at the same time. I was advised to do it that way. I didn't, there was no, um, negative effects that I could have had from that, from my gynecologist and also who else? My psychiatrist. You know I mean, they were like, you should be fine. You know what I mean? Whatever. Because the ADHD medication, I was almost short acting and it was only 10 milligrams, but I was taking it for months. And I know me, I'm so sensitive to caffeine in general. So whatever, moral of the story, caffeine started to make me anxious. Um, it's just the whole thing, but I started to notice that I wasn't feeling comfortable 
in situations and just like normal things that like I would normally do, you know? So that started to really stress me out and really affect me negatively. So after I ended up in the hospital, they put me on propanolol and, um, it was like a whole ordeal. It was a whole ordeal. So I like took it for a couple of days because I had a trip with my friends booked for months to go to Denver for my friend's birthday. So we ended up going and I'm like on propanolol and I'm just like not feeling good. Like imagine being in the hospital five days before for like a weird freak accident where your blood pressure's through the roof and like nothing really makes sense and you feel unsafe and you have to go get on a plane. I was like almost having a panic attack on an airplane. Like, because I just like, my body felt weird. I didn't feel myself. I didn't feel fully in my body. Like, I can't even explain to you what that felt like. And I don't even fully understand it to this day. I don't understand what was going on. So I go on my trip and everything and I made, I tried to make the most of my trip, but like I wasn't feeling normal and I was on propanolol and that was like the only thing keeping me feeling normal. I couldn't go to a bar and feel comfortable even like I went to a bar and I felt like I was going to pass out. I wasn't able to stand up. I was like, what is going on with me? And I still am not fully certain on what exactly happened or what was going on. But when I got back, I decided I was like, I don't want to have to take propanolol every single day because I don't feel like this all the time. And I don't want to have to rely on this medication. I want to be able to just live and like figure out how to deal with this. Right. So for me, once I got back, I like got that all approved by my psychiatrist and like talked to my therapist about it and stuff. And she was like, yeah, like whatever. And it is my call at the end of the day. And they're one of propanolol is a medication that you can take as needed. So I haven't taken it since. Right. But I started doing breath work and that is something that I started to do. So once I started doing breath work, um, I just do like a 10 or 11 minute video on YouTube. It's Wim Hof. And I start my morning every single day with breath work. That has really helped me a lot. But I still have moments of anxiety. I still have times with it. I don't have it all the time. It just comes and it goes. So I don't want to be on medication just for anxious moments. Like I want to learn how to control my body and control my mind and control my thoughts and beat this. And I know that there's a way to do that. Like I am, I'm, and honestly, the way to do that for me is through God. And that has been helping me immensely. So after I went through this really scary time, basically with that back in July, I, it probably took me a few months to feel fully normal again. But when I got back, I definitely started to just rely on God more. And I was, I literally heavily relied on God because at this point, imagine I had a panic attack in the gym. I've had like, everything seems scary to me. So whenever I got back, I'm like, I want to go to the gym so bad and stay on top of my routine. But at the same time, I'm afraid to go. Like, I don't know what's going to happen if I go. And like, that was kind of the mindset that I was in. And it is something I still deal with a little bit, to be honest with you, but in a way where I know I'm fully capable and like, God's got me. Like, honestly, that's kind of what it is. And like, I don't know exactly what I've been going through or what I was happening. And I know there's, this might sound insane to some people, but the more I've learned recently, like I genuinely believe it is like spiritual warfare a little bit. And like, there's just, there's something that doesn't want me to be myself because maybe once I'm myself, I'll be shining. You know what I mean? I'll be doing things. And so the devil likes to hold you back and hold you back from the things that are going to make you be yourself and the things that are going to bring you closer to the life that you want to have. And I know this isn't going to make sense to everyone, but this is genuinely just me being very vulnerable on how I feel and what I believe in. So I'm not totally sure on what exactly happened or what is happening, but I do think that any type of anxiety that I've had is not of God because anytime that I've ever been very close to God or connected in my faith more and praying consistently, I don't have anxiety. I didn't used to have anxiety. I didn't grow up with anxiety. I started to have anxiety later in life. And I think that I might've had it, you know what I mean? In high school, which caused me to drink and stuff. But I think that I know that this is something that I can be cured from and I don't have to deal with all the time, you know? So my point is I started to prioritize God and like just connecting to faith more and just all those things. Once I got back, I don't even remember exactly when, but at least the past two months or so, every Sunday I get up and I watch um, a church service in Austin. It's Red Rocks Worship in Austin, Texas. And I watch it online. Um, I probably will eventually go, but I just like being able to do it from like the comfort of my own home and just watch it. Like I still get the exact same out of it that I would if I went, to be honest. So like I really enjoy just watching it online, but I'm sure it's pretty great going there as well. But so that's what I'll do. And I started to prioritize that, right? And I was doing this very like, not consciously, I just started to notice I had so much interest in God. All the podcasts that I would listen to, I noticed that they were just God. They were literally God podcasts. Like I would just find myself listening to people that are like followers of God. So Ed Milet, Trent Shelton, 
Um, who else? I listen to so many people. Ali Yost. Okay, Ali Yost. If you guys listen to me, I'm sure you know who she is. She has like started her like extreme faith journey recently. And I just think it's so eye-opening and amazing because I have always been a fan of Ali Yost and I've always listened to her. But like just recently, you know what I mean? She has been popping off in the best way. So that, there's also a girl named Emmy Moore that I used to follow on TikTok like before she ever blew up. She is a huge follower of Christ now and I listen to her podcast, Save Not Soft. Um, Christ with Coffee on Ice by Ali Yost is her new podcast, the girl that I just mentioned. So I've been listening to all these things and I'm so interested and I've been prioritizing these podcasts above all the other ones that I listen to because they bring me comfort. They bring me peace. And I'm so genuinely interested in learning about God and like strengthening my relationship with God and prioritizing it. And I just mean this so wholeheartedly. So that happened. And then there, it's just so crazy, like how God works and like how things work, because everything that I'll stumble across is for good reason. You know, like everything that I've been learning, even through podcasts that I've been seeing, they've all been helping me, giving me what I need to like improve my life or giving me even signs or messages from God in terms of dating, in terms of anything. I just stumble across them at the perfect time, you know? And recently I was on TikTok or something and I kept seeing this like this um, podcast video of like these two girls together. And I'm like, who are these? Like no one's commenting what the name is. So I'm like, what is this podcast? Like I have to listen to this. It looks so good. And it's called Girls Gone Bible. And it's about two girls and they're like beautiful girls and they are um, like younger and their whole like fact of the matter is they are not perfect. You know what I mean? They're not trying to be perfect. They are just sharing their journey. And you can just see how like amazing it is that like God has used them and is working through them and like has completely transformed their lives. Like I've listened to most of their podcasts at this point and I found it like a week ago and it's so good. I can relate to it so much and I've just been noticing me reevaluating like everything in my life recently. So not only have I been finding podcasts and stuff that I'm interested in and I'm like prioritizing in all my spare time, but me going to the gym, I stopped listening to rap music and I started listening to praise and worship music. Okay. For a minute. I'm still, I'm listening to rap again in the gym, but like if I'm ever needing a second, it's praise and worship. And anytime that I'm ever anxious, genuinely my first thought is I'm not performing for anybody else except God. So at the end of the day, if I'm in the gym and I'm anxious or I'm like in my head about, I think someone's looking at me, nobody else in the world matters except God. And if I'm just showing up and doing the right thing for myself and pleasing him, that's enough. Like that genuinely is enough. And that's helped me a lot. Um, I don't know. There's just something about strengthening your relationship with God. And I don't really know how to tell you that, but it makes you feel very like whole, very at home with yourself. And it's just so calming and I couldn't recommend it more. All the times in my life where I felt completely at my best and felt confident and like I wasn't dealing with anxiety, my relationship with God was strong. Anytime that I felt out of whack, out of control, lost, alone, my relationship with God has been, was non-existent or it just wasn't half of what it used to be. So not only was I listening to podcasts and everything that I was like, okay, cool. Um, like I'm listening to all these amazing things and it's not only helping bring me closer to God and like teaching me things. And, but I was like noticing that happening. Right. But then on top of that, I suddenly am spending my weekends where I'm not doing anything wanting to watch God movies. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know how that sounds. I, I'm a fully aware of that one. Okay. I am the girl. Just It's laughable. It, like it's not, but like it is. It's laughable because I was the girl that would get blackout drunk on the weekends constantly. <laughs> and suddenly I'm, it's a Friday night. It's a Saturday night. All I care about is getting to bed early so I can wake up and actually have a day the next day and feel good and not feel hungover. But I'm watching God movies on my Saturday night, my Friday night. I think this was last weekend or the weekend before I'm looking up the Jesus film passion of Christ. Okay. What is going on? Like I genuinely just wanted to watch it. I was so interested and I'm the type of girl that likes reality TV. I'm the type of girl that likes all that type of stuff, but the stuff that you do put into your head, it is the stuff that tends to like affect your emotions and things. And I just think it's funny because that's not just me. 
wanting to look up God. That is God putting it on my heart to watch that movie about him, you know? And so for me, I did end up watching the Jesus film. I actually bought the passion of Christ on YouTube. And then I realized, oh, this is a three hour movie that's in like Hebrew or something. And I have to read subtitles the entire time. And I did not want to do that on my Saturday night as I was like half like tired. You know what I mean? So that one I need to watch before that disappears because I bought it. But I look forward to my church service every Sunday morning. I don't miss it. I know what time it's at 9 a.m. I make sure I don't miss it. I am up and ready to go to watch it, you know, and that makes me feel really good. They even have ones on Saturday evenings that I've noticed that like I'm also half interested in watching those. Like I'm like, oh, but I don't know if it's the same message, but I'm just so interested in learning about God and like the way that he works in people's lives because he is so good that it's wild and like any problem that you have is nothing to him and like it can be cured in that like it can be cured in instant you know and not that it necessarily will be right away if it is something that you're going through but you have to pray about it and the more that you pray about it I promise you like you will be free from whatever it is that you're going through I promise and unfortunately for me I think that he's using a lot of these problems to work through me for like as my testimony almost you know what I mean I think I had to go through a lot of the stuff I went through to be like, hey, like this is what I went through and I understand what that's like, but like this is what it can be like, you know, and it can get so much better. So not only was I watching movies, but suddenly I'm like, I want to watch The Chosen. I don't even really know what that is, but it's a new series on Netflix, newer, that is a God series. So I'm watching that currently and I'm loving it. Like it's so good. Okay. I'm so into it. I am so into it. It's not even funny. What did I start doing recently? Reading my Bible. She's reading her Bible, everyone. She is reading her Bible. What? What? And I am someone also who I've always like had my daily devotional, like my Jesus Calling book. I have listened or I've read that. Like I have two devotionals actually. I have that one and then I have another one. And if you're interested in those, I'll have those linked below. But I've got them both on Amazon and I would start my mornings reading those, which I honestly have gotten so out of whack with that. I've gotten off like my routine and my habits of that. But that's always been something that I've done is reading that and um, again, like I said, I was raised with the Bible. So my dad's always been like, read your Bible, read your Bible. But like, if you don't like actually take the time to explain to somebody the importance of what reading the Bible is in a way that makes sense to them in a modernized way, it's not going to like maybe hit the same. There, people are going to come across the things they need to come across when they're meant to, you know? So for me, this is my time to like really get into that stuff. And I know I'm interested in it. So, um, I started reading my Bible and I got the urge to order a new one. Whenever I saw Allie Yost's journey, actually, I saw her like really getting into it and like how the Bible has changed her life. I was like, I have to read the Bible. Like I want to read the Bible and I need to get a Bible that's cute because it'll make me want to read it. You know what I mean? If I have one that's really old and it just seems outdated, I'm probably not going to want to pick it up as much. But if I have a cute one, I'll want to read it, you know? So I got one on Amazon and I picked it up. I don't even know, a few days ago. And I started in Matthew and I really enjoy it. Like I really genuinely enjoy reading the Bible. And I know that all the answers to life basically are in the Bible. Like that's what I've heard in so many different situations. I've heard that like that is the answers to life. And basically to live your best life is in the Bible. Everything is in there. And I truly think it is. And I know it is. And I'm going to read the whole Bible. So I just wanted to share that because I feel like it's pretty crazy. And if you knew me like back in the day when I was like, borderline an alcoholic not actually at all but like I had a problem like I didn't actually have a problem ever to be honest with you I was always fine I was never addicted I never was actually an alcoholic but your girl was basically known as a drinker okay and my personality trait was drinking and it's just crazy to see like how much I've changed you know what I mean over the years and everything and drinking and my relationship with drinking personally for me I'll do a whole other episode on that but that's something that I'm highly reevaluating at the moment and it's not something that I'm like I'm not going to drink ever again but Drinking to me used to be like binge drinking a lot. And today I'm not interested in that. And like I've dabbled and I have dabbled recently even with it. And it just doesn't sit well with me. It makes me feel awful. It makes me feel like I just waste my own time. My body feels gross. My anxiety is like awful for a week after. And I just don't like being put in situations that are unsafe. You know what I mean? So for me, I'm just kind of reevaluating my entire relationship with alcohol. And I think drinking here and there is fine for sure. And I'm not judging anybody at all. Do whatever you want to do. I genuinely mean that. I genuinely mean that. I'm just like, for me and where I'm at with like dealing with anxiety and certain things, for me, I'm seeing that it's just better 
not being something that's constantly in my life and I barely even drink anymore. So, but when I do, I notice how it is and I'm like, Ugh, I just feel like I'm being called to not as much and like maybe just have one drink at dinner instead of having multiple or whatever. So that's something I'm currently reevaluating and I'm not saying I'm going to like stop drinking permanently, but I'm definitely going to be drinking less as I already am. But mainly for the benefits and stuff, I don't think drinking makes you a bad person. I don't think drinking makes you a bad Christian. I, that's not my place to say anything. And I am again, someone who still drinks, but I just drink less. And it, it means something way different to me. I think I used to drink alcohol to feel comfortable in social situations. And now when I'm drinking, I, f- I already feel comfortable in social situations and I feel more confident in myself and my abilities to do so. And like, I know that for sure now, but me being in social situations, it almost can make me more anxious at times, depending, you know what I mean? Before like you get drunk and I'm at the point where I'm not getting drunk or not wanting to get drunk in some of these social situations I'm drinking. I don't know if that even makes sense to anyone, but moral of the story, I'm reevaluating it. So if you guys want me to But I just think it's wild. There's so many like synchronicities, like even in therapy, my therapist, without me even needing to do anything, incorporated the fact that I, um, like was a Christian recently and like started like incorporating my therapy to that. And it's been really helpful to be honest, because like, I almost feel like not including that doesn't make it as effective. Cause like, it is a huge part of like my belief system and what does help me with a lot of the problems that I might have or like healing or growing through like traumas, you know what I mean? Certain things like that too. So like that just started happening recently. I'm like, God, you are up to something. Like I can tell you're up to something. I have so many things I could be stressed about at all times, but a huge thing about being a Christian is and like believing in God is like you genuinely aren't worried about tomorrow. You aren't worried about what comes next. Cause like you always will be taken care of and everything is going to work out for you. Um, and I, be- I believe that for many years for many, many, many years, but like, there's just so many blessings that have came in and like, he always does take care of me and he always does supply for me in any way that I need it. And he always gives me exactly what I need when I need it, you know? So I'm just very grateful and I just wanted to share that because I felt like it was important to touch on that a little bit just in case anyone can relate to me or maybe that'll help you in some way. But, um, yeah, yeah, basically I know it's, it's a lot, but if you're looking to get started in your faith, I would just recommend find a church in your area, start going, um, or even find a church service online and start watching it. I'll put the one that I watch every single Sunday, in my bio so that you can watch that if you'd like as well. It's a great, it's a great, great, great church. I couldn't recommend it more. There are great pastors there. Like I've, I've listened to at least three different pastors that have been there and they're all equally amazing. The praise and worship's awesome. Um, I would recommend getting a Bible that you enjoy and just starting to read it and not putting pressure on yourself to do it or whatever. But if you can't afford a Bible, there's always a Bible app that's free. But if you want a Bible to have and like follow along with it, just get one. I'll put mine in the description below. And just get one that you like, go to Barnes and Noble, pick one out and start listening to people that also have similar beliefs as you. And I'll put a lot of the podcasts that I recommended and I listen to personally below. That is how I would recommend getting started. And also it's good to have people around you that you can talk to about this. I'm going to be honest. I personally don't have a lot of people in person that I can talk to about this type of thing, but, um, I definitely feel like I get most of that just from on the internet or podcasting and I, a lot of different perspectives and you know, so that's basically everything for today's episode, but I would feel like I'm not doing this right. If I didn't like give you guys the opportunity to like give your life to God, if that is something that you want to do, if you don't want to do that, please just exit out. But I feel like there may be somebody that could and would want to and If you want to do that, I just want to give you the space to do that right now. And this is not something I ever share on the internet. This is not something I've ever done, to be honest with you. But it is as simple as just saying a prayer. So if you want to do it, just say it with me. Just say it with me. And you're just going to say, Dear God, I confess my sins. I'm so grateful for every single thing that you've given me in this life. And I would love to give my life to you. Like as simple as that, like from this moment on, like you, I've given my life to God and you just, if you want to do that, and if you want something better than what I just did, go to YouTube and look up something, but it simply comes down to God. I would love to give my life to you from this moment on. I want to walk with you. I want all the amazing blessings that you want to give to me. And I want to make you proud in this life. And I know I'm not always going to do that, but I'm going to try my best. And 
I love you so much. In your name I pray, amen. You know? So simple, easy. I just felt like I needed to do that because that type of little prompt at the end is what, like that's what brings people to God. And that's what's brought, that's what got me like to give my life to God when I was young. Like, I don't even know how old it was, seven or something, you know? And even every time I listen to one of those, I always kind of say it, you know what I mean? Along, like if I hear it in the, like the end of a podcast or something, because for me, there's not, there's always, it's always a good time to do that. You know what I mean? And renew your relationship with God. And you're not always going to be perfect. And just because you do that doesn't mean that you're going to suddenly be this perfect human being. But it does mean that you care about him and you care about it enough to give it a shot and see what it's like. And I promise you, you'll never regret it. It'll be the best thing you ever do for yourself, you know? And I'm somebody who is like the least pushy person when it comes to religion. The least, like I don't bring it up. I don't talk about it. Even with my friends, I respect their opinions. I don't, I don't do that. So for me, that was definitely out of my comfort zone to even share this today, let alone this at the end. But I feel like I was called to do that for a reason because I know somebody listening, even if it's just one person, like you might need that. You know what I mean? And that's, that's why I have a podcast just to share anything that helps me. And another reminder that like you're constantly growing as we go. And that's even through your faith, whatever that is for you. And if you have a completely different religion, I respect that. And I want you to know that, but that is just my take on it. And I just needed to share it because it's very important to me. And it is, it's only helped my life. It's been the best thing about my life. And it's the one thing that constantly I'm able to go back and I could go about, I could go on with this forever, but I'm just always constantly learning something new about this. But yeah, I don't know. I just love God. I really do. And I love praise and worship music and I love being able to learn about him. And I just know that like, there's just so many things. There's just so many synchronicities I've had in my life, even the past couple months, like me walking around my neighborhood, seeing a random sign in someone's truck. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and give you a f- hope and give you a future. And I saw that in a moment I really needed it. And I saw it for a reason, you know, because I felt very hopeless about my future recently. And I felt very hopeless about where my life is going. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Not to push this on anyone. I just really want to reiterate that because like this is the last thing that I normally would do, but this is very important to me. And at the end of the day, this is my podcast. And I feel like I know people have wanted me to talk about this. So I wanted to take today's episode to do it, but I love you guys so much. I'm so grateful for everyone who listens. If you guys want more episodes of me getting into information like this or talking about like just my journey, let me know. Like I said, I'm like, I've, I've been a Christian for a long time, but I'm very new to like my own person, like strengthening my personal relationship with God in a way that I never have before. I've never just sat and watched movies that someone wasn't making me watch or reading the Bible, you know, like I've never done that before. So I've definitely taken my, um, relationship with him to the next level. And I think it's so interesting too, because even on TikTok, I'll post things right about this, just like very nonchalantly. And they perform so good. I'm like, okay, there's a need. Like people are interested in what this is and what I'm saying about it. So I would be doing everybody that follows me a disservice by not sharing this because this is why I am me. This is why I'm able to live freely in moments of like uncomfortability and in times of like a lot of trials and tribulations and just feeling like things aren't going to get better. I want you to know the backbone of who I am as a person is by connecting to my faith. And I know I actually wanted to talk about this in this episode because somebody wanted me to have a podcast on dealing with life stressors and how to stay positive. And I will do an entire episode on that. But to be honest, the short answer, how to deal with life stressors and how to stay positive is because I have God and I have faith in God. And I know that no matter what is happening, like it's all going to work out. You know what I mean? For the greater good. Like everything's working out for me. It's never happening to you. It's happening for you. Even in those moments where everything bad has happened. I had a mold issue in my house recently, right? I had, um, and that was a whole stressing thing. That was like a whole month and a half of just me feeling so stressed. Then my dog has had fleas recently. That's been a whole freaking situation. Okay. I randomly cracked a teriyaki sauce bottle the other day. I've just been getting nailed. Okay. With like, and that's just three things, but like, there's just been like one thing after another, after another, after another. And my whole point is even with all these things, like people have told me to cleanse my house like that follow me on TikTok. They're like, you need to cleanse your house or something. But I'm like, no, I think that it's just, I'm being tested. 
in every single moment where you're being tested by something, and I know there's like certain, there's way more serious, like hardcore situations that like, I understand explanations to things don't make sense and all that. But um, when you're dealing with a lot of little things happening, like it's really, it's, we're being tested on how we react in those moments. And so for me, I just like picked up my teriyaki sauce bottle and cleaned it up. Like, you know, like I'm not going to freak out about it. Like it's no big deal. Like I tried to deal with the mold situation the best that I could, the flea situation the best that I could. He will provide the money you need for all the things that you need. I promise. Even if it doesn't seem like it, like you're going to figure it out. Every, every single worry that you have in your head, try not to worry. Try not to be anxious also because there are so many scriptures, like parts in the Bible that talk about like anxiety and how like to give your mind to God and cast your anxieties onto him because he'll take them from you. And it's true. It's true. Um, there was something else. Um, what was it? There was something I read recently. There's just actually been a meditation like thing I've been listening to um, every morning recently, the past couple days. And I can put that in the bio as well. And it's just to help you... Um, kind of like get your head in the right space about anxiety and stuff like that. So I can put that in the show notes as well. But the short answer of how I deal with all those things, there's so many different things I could say, but it's because of my faith and connecting to my faith and trusting in God. He's got it. You know, I think that's, this is what I was going to say. Don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow has enough worry about itself. Like just focus on today and stay present in the moment. So that's like the short answer for that, but I'll try to do a whole episode on it. If you'd like me to go more in detail on that one. But just know I'm planning the podcast episodes in advance. I'm going to try to have them pre-recorded so that like I don't miss a week and all of that. So I hope that you guys enjoy this episode. I understand this episode might not be for everybody. And if you don't get it and it just simply seems like what like noise to you, that's okay. You know what I mean? That's fine. But um, I just wanted to share my own personal opinion and my own journey. But I love you guys so much. And I hope that you have a great start to your week. I can't even believe, actually, I meant to say this in the beginning. I can't even believe it's December. Okay, by the time this comes out, it's going to be December. Are you kidding me right now? Are you kidding me? December? Who? What? Where did the whole year go? Do you want to tell me? Because I have no idea where the whole year went. Crazy. But yes, it's December. Okay. Um, what's the song? Internet, are you listening? In the ling, snow is glistening. <laughs> a beautiful sight. We're happy tonight. Walking in a winter wonderland. I love you guys. I will talk to you later. I will see you next week. I love you so much. And a little reminder, you can do all the things that your mind says that you can't do. I love you. And I will see you next Monday. Mm-hmm.